0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Big Trouble in Little Podcast, episode 166. I'm Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. And we are actually uh, going to be talking about Zach's movie that he picked, which is Repo Man, starring Emilio Estevez. Um, but before, and
1: Harradine Stan, quit short selling him.
0: And other people that you think that you knew, but they're just people.
2: Bob
0: the Yeah, and Bob the from Batman.
2: Tracy Walter. Don't yeah. sell, sell him short either. <laughs> play
0: that game. But uh, anyway, before we get into that movie, guys, what the hell you been watching, playing, or doing? And I'm going to kind of go first, I guess. I uh, played. I know,
1: or you're actually
0: going to go first. I actually am going to go first. There you go. you got to
1: lean into
0: it. I played more Valorant. Um, I played Civilization 6. I lost my... Uh, wind jammers tournament i got killed in the first round and then got killed in well i didn't get killed in the losers bracket uh but boy oh boy dude wind jammers is a whole new level when it comes to tournaments um when you're you're facing people from brazil you're facing people from france it was a seven hour tournament that finished like it started at 1 p.m. Eastern time, and it ended officially around 8:30 p.m. Uh, but I, I lost. I learned some new things. I practiced more uh, while I was watching people play. Uh, movies wise, I watch a show. Well, it's not a movie, but it's a show uh, on Netflix called Into the Night. Where in the first season, they were a flight that were trying to fly away from the sun because the sun apparently kills people. And when in the second season they're in a bunker so they uh they stay inside during the daytime and then go out at the night uh nighttime and they're just trying to survive. Uh so that's a fun thing to watch. And I forgot to bring this up uh last week because I did watch a movie on Netflix with uh Jeremy Renner and the girl who plays Scarlet Witch in the Avengers movie I forgot her name um,
2: Elizabeth Olsen
0: yes and it's called Wind River um it's about they're on tribal ground uh they find a woman who has been raped and killed and they have to figure out what happened and a Net- like an FBI agent who's uh Elizabeth Olsen comes and has to solve it. and Jeremy Renner is like half like Native American since he was married to a Native American. So he's considered a Native American by I was say, that's not
1: how that works. <laughs> but
0: he, he's he considered part of the tribe by marriage. Hmm. Okay. So okay. Uh, all right there you go. Yeah. So <laughs> so and he tracks he, he knows how to track because he hunts and stuff. But it was a good watch. Uh, I I, I he's highly... not
2: tracked because he's Hawkeye.
0: Yeah, that too. By the way, um, I guess we'll get that announcement out of the way. Hawkeye trailer came out. Looks pretty good. Um, hopefully it's better than Black Widow.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, Black Widow, is, you can just watch it now, right? You don't have to pay 30 bucks or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, rentable now at a reasonable price. And what I mean by reasonable price usually means about, like, $20. <laughs> Because that's what Amazon does now. It's like when it's a new new movie, it's like twenty, and then when it's past the new new stage, it's like six dollars. So, anyway, I'm done. Uh, what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm gonna choose who next. So I'm gonna go with Zach.
2: <clears throat> well, um, I just I beat Persona Five Royal last week. Uh. Yeah, we didn't talk about that yet. Yeah. Um that was a big but satisfying game. Um it, it was like than three or four or whatever. I think so. Um yeah, I think it's the best one I've played so far. Cause to me, like I get so you know, the fandom's gonna have its own opinions or whatever. It seems like a lot of people like four. Yeah. Three's kind of got its diehard fans. There's weirdos that and I call them weirdos because of how abrasive they are. Anybody I've ever seen have this stance, they really like the old games. They're One, just two. hipsters, I think.
1: Like, the, the stories in the old games are really interesting, but I think, just gameplay-wise, there's no way. There's no way you prefer the old games. That's ridiculous.
2: I have to, well, you say that, but then, you know, we still like the old Final Fantasies compared to the new ones or something like that. Totally. I mean, you're right. Um, I haven't played them yet, so I, I don't know if I can't say for myself, but uh, five to me is like the it's funny. I'll use this word because it's kind of like uh, it has to do with the game in a way. It, it, five is like the actualization of everything they've been trying to do since they started this. <laughs> it's like everything they've been striving for this whole time since like the, the late 90s making these games. They finally realized it in this one game. And it got them all this attention and everything. Everything, I guess, they've been striving for. And that makes some people angry for some reason. They don't seem to like this game, and I can't wrap my head around it. But most everybody likes it. It's like, that. I guess it's like that thing. You know, I liked this before. It was really cool, and you get pissed off because they got successful or something. Um. Really good, though. I'm, I got Persona 5 Strikers, but I've yet to start it. I'm kind of going to do some other stuff for a while, plus October's coming. I think that's wise. <laughs> Spread it out. Yep. I'm gonna play, I'll play it later.
0: When you say October's coming, are you saying you're watching October like horror movies, or are you playing uh, a uh, combo of horror games and horror movies?
2: Both. Yeah. It turns into horror fest. And I said October, but really I start early. So it'll be very soon. Uh, I'll start getting into playing more horror based stuff, watching horror movies. Um, I've been, I started playing Secret of Monkey Island to refresh before I go play Monkey Island 2, which I've never played. Um, and it's, it's been a while since I played it, too. its like, I think it's been well over 10 years since I beat it.
1: But what did you just settle on playing it on if not CD?
2: PC. Yeah, figures. I have a. Um, scum vm and uh copy of the game i've gotten and just decide to play it that way again my Mon-
0: uh, uh monkey Mountain island that's a lucas art game right
2: mm-hmm. back when they were called lucas film games it's part of that whole series of adventure games they made um
0: you ever play it no um isn't <laughs> isn't the guy from brutal legend um uh, what's his Tim name safer. Yeah, yeah, Tim, he did monkey yeah island, right? he
2: was he was one of the main minds behind it but uh there was a couple other people that were responsible for that too um ron gilbert being the other one mm-hmm. uh that i can remember off the top of my head but uh, it's funny because like playing it again i see it now monkey Island's kind of like monkey island sort of takes the piss out of the whole genre in a way it kind of pokes fun at how obtuse and weird a lot of the puzzles can be and stuff well a lot of like
1: sierra adventure games and stuff that came before it were like lol you can die doing anything wrong and then monkey island comes around comes along and you cannot die well there's one part where you can die but otherwise you can't die
2: you just have to die on purpose
1: you have to die on purpose so (laughs) it's it's you know flies right in the face of that
2: I love that part by the way, which is like, he gets thrown in the water at some point. He's got a, a, a big idol tied to his leg and he's going to drown. It looks like you can just pick it up and that's how you solve the puzzle. You pick it up and walk out of the water. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's great. If you never played it, they have like an anniversary edition that came out with a while back. That's good. And uh that's pretty much all I've been doing so far other than w- I watched this movie. So.
0: Okay. You're up next, Andy.
1: And I played a bunch more Forza Horizon 4. Whatever. Um, I finished Trailer Park Boys. I had never watched season 12. The quality of that show takes like a huge dive at the end, but it's still entertaining in the same dumb, stupid, junk food way, so I, I still kind of had fun with it. And in the last episode of the last season, something happens and they animate the final scene as if it were a cartoon, which is like the lead in for the animated show. So I tried to watch the animated show and I like, couldn't get through the first episode. So I think I'm done with trailer park boys. Now. <laughs> um, uh, from there, I needed a new junk food to watch and people recommended I watch big mouth on Netflix. I've been watching that. It's pretty funny. It's a real written show. And uh, I watched the first half. It's a four episode mini series uh, I don't know if it's a Netflix original series or not, but it's on Netflix called This is a Robbery. It's about the the largest art heist of all time in Boston in 1990. It's been really interesting so far. Haven't finished it though. And um, I also watched Midnight Run. It's a uh, uh, De Niro. De Niro's an ex cop and he's like a bounty hunter. And he has to pick up this um, accountant who embezzled $15 million from the mob. And it's a comedy, and it's it's a pretty fun movie. It's pretty good. I recommend it. But that's pretty much it, besides Repo Man, of course.
0: All right, I guess let's get into the movie um, that Zach picked. I'll say this right away: um, very eighties movie because obviously it was in the eighties. Um, Nineteen
1: eighty-four. Yeah. The early to mid eighties, punk reigns supreme.
0: Yeah. It, the the plot is just it seems nor- like in the beginning they do this like thing with the uh car and like it uh the cop gets fucking blown up i guess or whatever uh vaporized, vaporized. uh and then it just goes into like a normal story about a punk kid who works at a grocery store gets fired security guard for he some quits. yeah he quits and like pushes his friend i guess uh <laughs> because he sings fucking seven up song like a weirdo
2: that yeah, dude but, reminds me way too much of like Napoleon Dynamite that had to be the guy with the glasses. An inspiration. Yeah. And then he have yeah. the look of him too. And he says something that like, he says that shit in the movie too. It's weird.
1: <laughs> there's, there's a weird thing at toward the beginning of this movie where people keep singing commercial jingles because after his girlfriend breaks up with him and he's sitting outside drinking beer, he's singing like, I think it's from ABC or NBC or something. It was like some jingle they had that would like announce their shows it was a commercial it was just like a bumper and he's like singing it angrily and throwing his beer it's, it's bizarre <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah. yeah beer
2: that's called beer yeah
1: <laughs> yeah all the all the products in this movie have that that nice branding of just solid white face and then word beer laundry detergent Tastio's. my know, favorite whatever.
2: thing was like one of the guys at the repo office was wearing the beer shirt it just had beer on it beer. with like a blue line. I was I like, it. I want that shirt.
1: <laughs> I also like, uh, they pick up uh, two four packs of drink,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, the, the movie goes into like this weird paranormal, but then it goes away, and then it does like this normal, uh, punk kid getting into a repo man's life and all that stuff, and then it
1: hi fi dark comedy.
0: Yeah, and then it like goes back into the alien stuff and just weirdness at the end which I love. Uh This this uh, movie
1: has one of my favorite climaxes of all time of of any film.
0: <laughs> and uh, the greatest thing of all is that they make the government really fucking stupid in this movie. And and I like about but uh <laughs> What do you guys have to say about it? Because I want to hear your guys' opinion uh, of this movie.
1: I, 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 right on the face of it, I love this movie. Zach, I got this for you, right? For Christmas? Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. I mean, I'm trying to spread the gospel here. This movie kicks
2: ass. You said you thought I'd love it. I remember that. And I was like, really? And you couldn't really explain it at the time, I guess. It's
1: it's hard. The, The movie is such a product of its time. Yeah. And honestly, like, if I'm gonna be objective about it, it's not very well structured. Like it's kind of confusing about what the hell's going on most of the time.
2: No, it, after the middle point, like when Bud goes to the hospital, and shit. That's from I'm like, what the fuck? What is here? going on? Like I don't know who's on <laughs> whose
1: side anymore. It's yeah. like the UFO nut jobs and like the government are both there, and I don't know if they're against each other or what. And then the televangelist turns up for no reason, and uh, uh, what the fuck's going on? Like that's kind of. The, uh, parts of this movie are just like an experience like a scene is just a scene the scene is just there to be that scene and to let you experience that scene it's just one in a line and just coincidentally a plot for us.
2: i think i get it though after i watch it i'm like i can see why you thought i like this movie it's very of its time i like 80s shit i like 80s schlock but uh i would call like like halfway through this movie i'm like this this movie doesn't really have like a plot necessarily, sort of does, but it's just it's just boilerplate. It 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 serves its purpose just so this thing can happen. This it's a vehicle for this. I call this more like like Repo Man is is a mood, not really a film. <laughs> it's.
0: It, it 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 I don't. I guess you're right. You, you, you didn't know how to like explain it back then when you gave the movie to Zach Andy, because there is parts where it kind of like plants to seed a little bit. And now tell me if I'm wrong. Now Miller is he supposed to be an alien or something because he knows how to drive this UFO or is he just being like? No,
1: he's just he just figured it out, man. He's uh. enlightened.
2: You know, if you drive, I, he you he become all this shit religious.
1: Miller, how much acid did you do, like, back in the hippie days? And he just like ignores him
0: and keeps going. <laughs> he
2: can't even fucking answer, and he just keeps talking. Oh my god, I love I love Tracy Walter's character in this movie. Uh, was like I was like I was like transfixed on that scene where he's like just they're just burning shit they've got from cars and they're just talking, and he's just talking he's like. See, the thing is, it's like everybody gets caught up in specifics. It's not about that. You missed the bigger picture. <laughs> it's it's like see ufos are not really ufos they're actually time machines what, <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about
1: i don't now, know there are thousands of people disappear every year where do you think those people are going the past
2: yeah <laughs> where do you think all these people came from the future
0: <laughs> i i got they lived vibes in this movie
1: yeah i kind of did too a little bit if you um, if you're like looking at this movie, it's always like, uh, did you like this movie? Here's movies you might like: Escape from New York, They Live, Fucking Assault on Precinct. Like it's just like a bunch of all of Carpenter's 80s shit, and then the uh, the only two other movies Alex Cox ever made.
0: Yeah. He made
2: other
1: movies. I thought he only made two. well he, the three big movies he made in the eighties, and then after that, like after Walker came out. He was, like, not blacklisted from Hollywood, but he was, like, bad news. Like, Hollywood didn't really want him wasting all their money
2: anymore. Oh, I was getting ready to ask what happened. So he just, he had a bomb. Walker
1: came out, and it was, it bombed hard. Like, he made Sid and Nancy, which did extremely well. I haven't seen yet. Then he made Repo Man, which kicked ass, and, like, a lot of critics really loved. It didn't do awesome at the box office, but it became a big cult hit. And then he made Walker, and Walker had, like, a budget it had a, ed harris is the main guy and it's got a bunch of other big people well it's medium to big people in it and it's about a real person who invaded uh, i think it's panama but it's an actual american who like funded his own private army to invade a central american country and then actually took it over oh shit but it's like a very, very sloppily, thinly veiled attack on um, like the Iran-Contra affair, the American interventionism in the and uh, uh, South America, the drug war, stuff like that. Oh, it's also Straight to Hell, which looks interesting. I haven't. I've only seen Walker and Repo Man, but both movies I adore. So I should probably watch this other stuff.
0: I Thought he said something like I don't know because usually when people are out of Hollywood, there's two things either something's like very, very anti American, um, well, back then, uh, and two, like he said something bad about the Jews or whatever. <laughs> right.
1: now I mean, it's, talk- it's, it's fairly anti American, but it's more anti uh, establishment, which was popular, it was playing in the 80s, like it's just anti-Reagan, anti Reagan, anti. CIA, anti-military,
2: anti-government. Country. I get the feeling like it comes across really well in this movie, but like mm-hmm. this, I get the feeling Alex Cox was like a a, a weird counterculture kind of punk, rocky kind of guy. Anyway, he's a punk. Yeah, he's and definitely it, he was a punk. ken he's actually from the UK? He's not American, so it's kind of right. interesting. Somehow he ca- he came over here and got into that scene for a little bit.
1: Got thoroughly Americanized.
0: Yeah. Can, can we talk about this because? Um, I know there was like punk rockers in the eighties, right? Like punky kids and all that stuff. Did punk kids in the eighties speak British slang too? Because those the two- British punks did, I'm sure. I don't yeah, know. but there was two friends either the uh, the kid that Otto Otto's friend or whatever that that person was in the beginning of the movie, and the chick that he was trying to bang, but he was too boring for her, yeah. uh, and the bald headed dude. Uh, I forgot the names of the guys, but the the the, the black chick and the other uh, person, the, the non-bald one, well, the Mohawk, they both spoke British. And maybe, I don't know, maybe they just were just British. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe they just were. I yeah. Maybe, yeah. But I was like, wait a second, did Like, people back then, because of British punk rockers, like... They just wanted to be British or something. And I was confused about that. I don't know. Well,
1: British people were allowed to come to the United States in the 80s. I, I know that.
0: Well, the well,
2: war of the- 1812 was long over.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> well, according to Cody Rhodes, we were at war with Britain again earlier this year. Yes. So you missed well, this, that. this is before that. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're, we're on shaky terms again, maybe. But really, um, I think punk uh, emerged in the british music scene first though so it yeah. would be fair to think some like of the slang... 70s
1: started with like the clash and stuff i think yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: so i don't know that, as much about it. i do know that uh, i think i mentioned it before the soundtrack of this movie rips it's great i love it
2: mm-hmm. iggy I pop it, made the song
1: <laughs> i listened to it a lot uh when i was in college it's got iggy pop there's a suicidal tendency song on here there's a fear song that kicks ass let's have a war i fucking love that song there's a black flag song um i don't know a bunch of other punk bands i can't remember the names. Though. everybody
2: had a bunch of kick-ass band shirts mm-hmm. <laughs> even the nerd he had like that really kick-ass metallica shirt i was like oh, fuck you i want that shirt i
0: i love how uh henry dean dean stanton's uh, character gets emilio to be a repo man It's like oh my wife's having a kid or whatever i need you to drive this other car because i don't want it in this bad neighborhood and then he, like, drives it all the way to the, the repo yard and all that stuff. He's like, what about your wife? And he's like, oh, she she's built... She'll a... catch a bus. Yeah, she'll catch a bus.
1: And I... I... It's... Which, by the way, uh, that leads elegantly into... This movie is so infinitely quotable. It has all the best quotes.
2: It really does. Only an asshole dies over a car.
1: Gets killed over a car. Um, Let's go do those crimes. Yeah, let's get sushi and not pay uh ultimately <laughs> i blame society uh
0: <laughs> the repo life is intense or something like that
2: yeah
1: intense a repo man's life is always intense
2: i really yeah i said this this, this movie doesn't have a plot or anything like i don't mean that literally but uh i did kind of like how It seemed like Otto is like this disaffected, disenfranchised punk youth guy. Even his parents don't give a fuck. It it was clearly made out that they're 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 burned out hippies. They just sit there and watch TV. They're like ex
1: hippies, yeah.
2: Just don't give a shit. They gave up all his money for I guess finishing school to buy Bibles for people in San Juan or whatever the shit. Um, but I liked how he kind of fell in in the repo job it's like yeah these people are like weird and disaffected and disenfranchised like me and then it's like slowly he figures out these people are literally fucking crazy Mm -hmm. and they're (laughs) and they're like it's like way worse than what he ever thought it seems like he kind of like has like later on he's like man these people are fucking nuts i don't want to end up like this (laughs) he kind of like goes back a little bit one of the one of my
1: favorite scenes in the movie. One of my favorite quotes is: uh, "They see um, Bud and um, and Otto are driving around doing something, and they see people doing something." He says, "Look, at these assholes, ordinary fucking people. I fucking hate them."
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I m- another favorite scene is when he's with the. Uh, uh, let me just make sure I get his name right. Um, because I just don't want to see, oh, light, L-I-T-E. Um, he, they're going to grab a car and I guess the hood or whatever. And, you know, it gets, it gets in the car and then like a bullet goes through because it, you know, starts shooting and then <laughs> it's like, get the damn car. And he starts shooting. Right. And I'm like, I even knew it was blanks before he like said it was blanks. Cause I was like, is he even hitting anything? Cause I don't hear any like glass breaking or something.
2: Yeah, you don't yeah. hear any pew or anything like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then like obviously that's when he like shoots at his feet, and I, I was like, oh, it's blanks. <laughs> it's like, because he also says to Bud, which is Harry Dean Stanton's character, uh, he's like, do you carry a gun? He's like, no, hell no. <laughs> he's like, I just you know dress up as, as a detective to think I'm packing because memory's like, are you packing and all that stuff? He's like, nah you don't need that and then you see light who's kind of packing but he still has blanks because he, i guess he doesn't want to kill anybody or you know because i still think it's illegal he said
2: he, said he would kill somebody
0: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> he goes on like yeah. this whole rant about that but's like dress
1: like a detective they'll like think you're a cop they'll think you're packing and then light's like no they don't think i'm a cop they think i might be there to kill him and i might if anyone crosses me i'll kill him you know what i mean <laughs>
2: Hey, what was oh, the <laughs> deal with the red cop dude i never i never did really pick up on his name i don't know uh,
1: just another another character he like works with them he maybe he's like a liaison with the police department so that they can like turn stuff in or, or something i don't know there's um i okay. got when, when alex cox wrote this movie he was writing it from the perspective of he had been a repo man in la for a while yeah so i think there's just a lot of like inside shit that i we just don't get Without well,
2: looking into the he just seemed like a huge asshole. More, more so than everybody else there. Mm-hmm. And then, he's, yeah, he's a cop in an eighties punk movie. He's of course, cop in yeah, sure. But like at the like when the whole the shit goes down over the Chevy Malibu, and he he shows up there, and it's like the the girl they work with is in the office, and he's like pulling his gun on her and shit. Yeah, like, what, what what's going on?
0: I thought I thought he was like with the government. I mean, obviously he is because he's a cop, I guess. Uh, So I guess he's thinking, oh, man, I got to help my compadres or whatever with the government. But I was like confused. Like, why is he pointing a gun? He's with that group. So that was I got lost on that.
1: I think he's still like an officer of the law. And ultimately, they were like doing some shady shit. They were Mm. doing crimes. They were doing crimes, man. But they weren't
2: getting sushi and not paying for it. That's for sure. what was the deal with the job remember when like the the, the ball dude and and her his old girlfriend were sitting there in the shitty toyota outside of the store and he does that whole spiel it's like man maybe we should just get married i want you to have my baby they should have they mm-hmm. should have but he's like all right let's just do this fucking job what was the job they just went in there and shot people and died
1: they were gonna hold up a convenience store and steal some shit and money
0: hey i it's think not
2: how you hold up sh- you hold up shit by asking for money they didn't ask for money
0: no, I think what happened is they were going to go into the store. They probably were going to kill the guy behind the counter and steal booze and get money. But then they saw uh, Otto and like he has to be a badass in front of Otto and, you know, try to kill him. And that's when Bud. For,
2: for some reason.
0: Yeah. Bud got, I guess, glazed or whatever with a bullet because he didn't.
2: He got grazed. He said <laughs> he, he, so. yeah. uh, he, he got glazed. <laughs> he glazed him. He glazed him. Yeah.
0: He got grazed. That scene, by the way, on how they did, like, the shooting, uh, especially because it, it's like, we need to break bottles. Bunch of bottles. And, like, <laughs> like, he shot Bud. Bottles were fucking going. It looked like ketchup came out and shit. And then the same thing with the fat dude you just fucking
2: they had a fucking mexican standoff i was like are are you guys serious right now doing mexican standoff that asshole security guard from the beginning got fucking got which i enjoyed because like what the fuck that dude was like pulling a gun on like miners that work at a fucking store Mm -hmm. just (laughs) what an asshole
1: yeah
0: yeah the, the security guard um Which, by the way, I know it's a comedy and everything, but like you said in the the beginning of the movie, when he pulls a gun because he pushed his friend over the fucking canned goods and shit, I was like, why why are you taking a gun out? (laughs) Like, if anything, just fucking grab him and throw him out. But, uh, I don't know, it's it's just trying to be funny that this is a stupid security guard, I guess.
2: He wanted to show his sweet gun-spinning skills. That's (laughs) what he was trying to do.
0: Um... I'm trying to think what else came out uh the layla storyline was kind of weird a little bit because she she rides with otto and you know that's when like the agents were riding along and she's like oh you know they're looking for me because of the alien business and all that stuff because i want to expose aliens and otto's like how are you gonna do that were you gonna go on johnny carson and she's like yeah <laughs> show the world and everything and it takes this weird turn um, where she's working with the government, with, with this lady with a metal hand and shit, whatever, that the punk rockers were, like, licking and shit and all, all over. Um, And she was torturing Otto. That that part lost me a little bit. Like, obviously, I knew what their goal was, is they wanted to find the Malibu, but, like, <laughs> she, she was a cunt <laughs> for, for torturing Otto. And that's why I loved it when he says... You know, she's like, What about our relationship? He's like, Fuck that. <laughs> and then he goes into the Fuck car. Fuck that. He yeah. laughs
2: and
1: walks that car. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. like, I'm glad I tortured you. Yes. Yeah. also uh, a random person with a metal hand gave me dead deadfall flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird.
0: hmm Are we gonna talk about the Rodriguez brothers? Because they're like, I guess the uh, rival repo group or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um again I thought one of them was the one of the dudes from Scarface that were part of uh It might be. I look, already looked, he's not on Scarface. Oh,
2: it looks really similar to that guy. I know yeah. I know the dude you're talking about, but it's been a while since so I watched that movie. I can't remember his name.
0: So. Yeah. Uh that was interesting because like they had like they went into that uh Iconic scene that like every movie goes to when they're in California, where in the, where the the water is and shit, and they're like having like a car battle shit. Oh, there. that part's
1: awesome! Like, I want to do that.
0: Yeah.
1: You just drive
2: down there. Is that like a thing people do?
1: Apparently, I don't
2: know. Uh, I mean, like, I, I assume
1: I assume it's like you're not supposed to, but you can, you, and no one's gonna like stop. Like maybe the cops will like fine you or something, but
0: they do. Enjoy- you I don't can do if you're. Li- you could do in GTA, oh. GTA Five.
2: Oh, <laughs> never did that GTA Five,
0: huh? Yeah. Uh, oh, and I wanted—I brought this up to Zach last night. Um, there's an underpass. I forgot what scene it was, but they were driving cars, obviously. Uh, do you remember the part in Terminator uh, where Sarah Connor and Reese like are driving away from the Terminator, and they're like under this underpass, and the cop car just crashes into the wall are you un- talking
1: about in terminator 2 with the tow truck and the motorcycle
0: no it's terminator one
2: he's talking about the first one that that happened in the parking garage didn't it during the hospital thing the escape
0: yeah it was something about that then it got to like an underpass and i saw there was a wall and i'm like this this area looks familiar and i tried to look it up on like google and shit. nothing came up obviously the, the only thing that came up was the part with the rodriguez brothers apparently that was in terminator 2. Um, but like yeah, I recognize that, yeah, because I was like, "Oh shit, that's that's where the Terminator rams into the wall."
2: <laughs> I sort of yeah, like after I've watched it, I sort I got like weird, vague hints of this looks like shit that's in Terminator, mm-hmm. and it's probably just the location. I mean, them shooting in L.A. because they shot this whole movie in L.A. Of
0: course, so. yeah, but uh, the movie
1: was deemed of as a road movie. But it was going to cost too much extra money, so they just moved it all to LA.
0: Nice. Um. Other than that, I don't have any because it's all over the place. Like, we, Emilio is great in this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not top tier acting, but it's like he plays the 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 role well as this like punk kid who just fucking hates establishment, but then figures out. Uh, You know, I don't need to be in a life of crime, I just need to work. (laughs) So that was another like thing that he learned after like his friend died. He's like, Society put me into this path, and he's like, nah. (laughs) No. No. You just gotta work. (laughs)
2: You're gonna be all right. (laughs) Then again, maybe not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh the ending was just great uh you know yes. seeing the government like walk up to the car and get zapped and shit and then
1: set on fucking fire
0: yeah <laughs> and then uh miller gets into the car he's all like happy and shit and then brings otto and otto says this is intense and then that's when they we fly get my way yeah i don't um... know how
2: they got the car to glow and shit like that it always looked yeah. to me like
1: they'd like painted it with, like, some weird phosphorescent stuff. And then they probably also
2: did some kind of a post effect. Had some green light bulbs going in the car or whatever yeah. the hell.
0: And if you look at it at the car sideways, it does look like a, a saucer, a UFO. Kind of does. Yeah. So that's why I kept on bringing up. I was like, is Miller an alien? Are they going to go into the future or whatever?
1: <laughs> like, like, there it, is a graphic novel that uh, continues the story of Otto. And it picks up 10 years later when he gets back from Mars. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, so I guess. i, I real. Oh, yeah. And we brought this up last week, but it's a comic book, so it's technically.
2: I wonder, I wonder what the original ending of this movie though, was because they changed it. They
1: changed a lot of stuff. I guess the crew was encouraged to, um, you know, make shit up, to improvise. Yep, they were.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I have nothing else to say. I I recommend this movie, but what do you guys have to say before you say you're recommended or not recommended?
1: I recommend it. Buy it. It has an awesome cover
2: and awesome supplements.
0: Yeah, the Criterion Yeah, I
2: recommend it. Uh, I would uh, preface that, though, with, like, don't don't go into this movie thinking, like, I'm going to, like dissect this plot or anything because that's not what this movie is oh no 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 it is an experience it is a, a mood yeah group Rup- 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 man is a mood that's what i'm gonna go for I, from
0: now on i think people need to stop going into movies thinking that they're gonna have a great plot just go into movies have fun and this movie was fun
2: sometimes a movie is just a movie brother you don't need to dissect everything and make something an allegory and have some kind of plot fit your fucking narrative for you. Not everything's part of a
1: comic book's extended universe.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. (laughs) But uh, anyway, did we decide... We're doing the Korean movie, right, next?
1: Yes, next time we're going to watch a movie I bought during two Criterion sales ago, I think. I can't remember. Um, uh, Memories of Murder, Bong Joon-ho, he's the guy who directed parasite this movie came out in 2003 no um, shit. it's available for streaming a few different places i it was on the criterion channel i think it still is but you can also rent it elsewhere
0: and um also yeah. other means as well but i'm not gonna no out- i'm not gonna say that um yeah so remember to watch that movie and then come back and we'll talk about it um we do have some news to talk about Uh, I want to get this out of the way because Matrix Four trailer came out, and I I want to say this I I, I'm interested I'm happy there's a Matrix Four. Um, a lot of people might go, "Ooh, what's gonna happen? Neo died and fucking Trinity died. Are they gonna do another movie?" And this trailer makes you think like something else is happening. Uh, as something, yeah, no
1: fans. (laughs) I mean, sorry, that sounded meaner than it was
0: supposed
1: to <laughs> Yeah, I know, it's a Matrix movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people, they have that mindset where it's just like, well, we knew they were dead, so how are they going to continue it? And with blue pills, with, you know, the robots taking Neo's body and probably preserving it and restarting it somehow into a different simulation, uh, I'm interested in what's happening. Uh there is clues. There, the the black rabbit, uh, rabbit. Jesus Christ, the black cat, um, that was a glitch in the matrix, is in Neil Patrick Harris's fucking therapy room. So they think that Neil Patrick Harris is like the architect, in a way, trying to keep Neo at bay because he's the People one are already.
1: Just wait. Just watch the movie, guys. Come on now. I I know that everyone popped a huge movie boner for the trailer and I liked it too. Like I got excited, but there's a lot of stuff about it that seemed uninspired. I think I'm I think I'm alone. I didn't find anyone else who had my shitty cold take on it. But it was all like like a bunch of people looking at their phones. And all of that whole, like, you know, everyone's asleep kind of thought. I I understand that's, like, you know, the point of the first one. But it did it in such a cool, more subtle way. Maybe not subtle, but interesting way. But it's just that visual of, like, everyone looking at their phones. I was like, is this a fucking boomer comic? Like, what? (laughs) A lot of it still seemed really cool, but I don't know. A lot of it just seemed a little uninspired. But... I'm sure I'm going to see the movie and be completely blown away and surprised. Do you you
2: like, do you like the fact that everybody just looks at their phones now? Of course not. But it just seems (laughs) like
1: it really seems like something like your aunt posts on Facebook where it's like, Oh, young people look at their phones too much and they don't notice these things or whatever. I I don't know. I can't.
0: uh, I post
1: that. I'm not your aunt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you got you got like the little the little minions guy and he's like doing something. I got funny. him back there somewhere. He's, yeah. Yeah, yeah him, him and Garfield are doing something.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. I read and also um it was said on one of the there's a big Matrix Explain channel that's been doing like fucking theories about everything, even in the old movies, for a long time now. Uh but the act there's an actress who plays uh an Indian chick in the new movie Matrix 4. Uh, if you remember the Indian little girl, I forgot little her Little name. girl, yeah. yeah. Apparently, because the, they thought Revolutions was going to be great, it was supposed to like continue with her storyline um, that she was going to be like the new Oracle. That's why she was with the Oracle at the end. So apparently she spilled her beans a little bit in an interview saying that you know her character has a lot of meaning in matrix Four, so maybe oh. she she's the new oracle did
1: you guys see all that nonsense where a bunch of people were like the matrix four is is an uh a, a analogy for trans awakening
2: according <laughs>
1: to writer and then the writer she was like i mean I I don't, I don't know. Some of my transness might rub off on it, but no, that's that's not what I was trying to
2: accomplish. <laughs> it's just just assume like, automatically, they just like wrote their own narrative for it, just like out of nowhere.
0: Because people, that's
2: what these man, these fucking people do that take all the time. If they think like I'm, you can take whatever you want out of any form of media, but it's like they always want to do that dumb, narrow-minded one take. This is about trans shit. Yeah, this is about I, gay I mean- shit. This is about it. you know what I'm saying.
1: My my faith in uh, Lana, what's I think is Lana. her name. I can't, I, I can't remember. But my fa- my faith in her exploded because that's that's the most reasonable, level-headed thing to say is, well, yeah, I'm sure some of my transness rubs off in my writing because I'm a trans woman. So how could it not?
0: Yeah, people like, are-
1: you're, That's that's like if I wrote something, there would be like. A straight white male kind of perspective in there that I would try to avoid, but let's face it, it would be in there because that's that's who I am.
0: People are so it, it makes
1: sense. Like when you write something, if you're like really left or really right, it's it's gonna sneak into your your fiction a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the assholes the assholes are picking up from an interview because she did an interview, being like, well, "Why you're doing another Matrix?" And she's like, "Well, you know, after Revolutions and after since uh, I should say now, Sister." Because they're both uh, trans now. Um, you know, since he... She... Damn it. Fuck. Uh, she wanted... Yeah, yeah. yeah, She wanted to be like a producer, not a director. Because I guess they want to do their own movies now. Uh, she was like... There was a time where her parents were, you know, not approving of, uh, you know, her decisions and her brother's... Uh, sister's decision. And... People are taking that and thinking that Matrix Four is going to be like that, and I think that's fucking shitty. Like, just fuck-
1: that's what they want. This is, yeah. I, I, that does worry me a little bit because it's going to come out and it's not going to be that, and everyone's going to write all these think pieces about how it's like anti-trans or something.
2: A mm-hmm. Bunch of boneheaded takes are going to happen.
1: I don't know. We'll wait and see. Like, we're we're jumping the gun too right now. We're, we're you know
2: I'm not Ontario jumping the gun. That's I'm not true. even you invested in this. <laughs> so I really like say, I really
1: The Matrix. It hit like right at the right time in my life, like when I was younger, and I was
2: like, oh, this stuff's fucking bad as hell. I love it. Somehow, so, I, I missed it, but I watched it later, and I was like, yeah, that movie was cool. I see why it was so culturally relevant and shit, but I never continued beyond watching the first one.
0: Yeah.
2: So I'm not really invested in the franchise of The Matrix, really. Let's do it. Let's watch them. Let's watch them for the show.
0: Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh December comes out, so maybe we could do. A, actually, no, December is our holiday thing. Maybe we, we don't have
2: to do. It. It's, a, it's a Matrix Xmas,
0: okay? <laughs> green.
2: <laughs> there's a lot of green, and you know what else? Christmas has a lot of green. It'll work. Matrixmas. matrix uh, There's there's a word.
1: There's a there, there's a Portal of Mayo in there somewhere. I can't Keanu find. Keanu Reeves Matrixmas.
0: Yeah, and it's on HBO Max, by the way. December twenty second, if you have HBO Max. Um, I'm not seeing this in in theaters. Um, More news. Um, Zach, you put it into the Facebook Messenger real late at night about some cool things.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was this. Apparently, there was like this data leak. Some guy hacked this GeForce Now service. I don't even know what this is. Yeah, what is
1: that like for their Shield gaming platform? I thought that had flopped or something.
2: I Hmm. guess they repurposed it into g-force now right uh, i assume and this guy somehow got it into the servers and packed information and shit like game listings and stuff and this big list of like stuff was in it and it was from different companies various companies and publishers and it's stuff like chrono cross remaster final fantasy tactics remaster final fantasy 9 remake i don't know about that (laughs) <laughs> uh, tomb raider oh man yeah tomb raider anniversary 2021 uh re4 remake which we know is real and exists mm-hmm. uh, street fighter 6 probably
1: all shit that tokyo game show is gonna unearth then right
2: you but. would think yeah um i'm trying to see if there's any other real heavy hitters uh not really that's, that's kind of it. It was mostly, like, Japanese stuff. That so, was like, Final Whoa.
1: Fantasy Nine Remake?
2: That's Not what it remake. says. Yeah.
1: That's really interesting. Like, is it going to be done on the, the grand scale of Final Fantasy Seven Remake? Or is it just going to be, like, cut and dry kind of thing? Is also, it, is it going to have the same combat system as Seven Remake and Fifteen?
2: See, yeah, that that's why I said I don't know about that one. That sounds suspect, or they mixed it up that that would be a lot of work
1: like it would have to be something they were like we're working on this it comes out in like 20 fucking 25 or something
0: i think this I is just, oh I, I think this is we're going to they're like how they're doing the one through like the beginning final fantasy so like the pixel thing i think they're doing a remastered i don't think it's going to be a remake because they need part yeah. 2 if they do if they announce that during uh final fantasy 9 remake without announcing a final fantasy 7 remake part 2 that's just going to make people's fucking blood boil. <laughs> I, don't so, I mean, think... we
2: know Remake Part is coming. Yeah, but... Yeah, we just haven't seen anything for it right, yet. Right, is, right. Is all. But, uh, yeah, I agree. I think it's prop- more like a remaster. But then again, this is all... Like, who knows? This is rumors. Just yeah, of take course. The but I, I always hate... There that's legit.
1: I always hate reporting on and discussing rumors because, you know, it might be nothing. We might be wasting our time. Though, um, a remaster of... Chrono Trigger, and Final Fantasy Tactics, I am for that. I will buy.
2: Yeah, don't port it with that stupid, shitty Shakespearean translation that was on the PSP, please. That was misguided. That was a cool idea, <laughs> but uh, it didn't work. Just sucked. give me the PlayStation
1: 1 version. That's what I... You know, put them both in there. Fuck it. Let me choose.
0: The only thing I could sure. think of is uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake might get announced because... Nick Apostolidis does things, like, before things are announced, he posts a tweet of him in his mocap gear before a game gets announced. And every time he does that, uh, people are always, like, Resident Evil 4 Remake, and he's like, no, I was in this Call of Duty game. Uh, But, but like, so maybe this time we will have Resident Evil 4 Remake uh, because he did post a mocap tweet uh, a couple days ago, so... Well, I guess we'll see. Um, I guess we will. Another quick news, uh, sad news. Norm MacDonald uh,
1: McDonald di- died at age 61.
0: Yeah, died of cancer. It sucks. Um,
1: he's, he's one of my absolute number one favorite ex-Saturday Night Live contributors. Hell of, a Burt
2: Reynolds. Hell of a Burt Reynolds impression.
0: Yes. Uh, I watched a bunch of his weekend update videos today. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, I love when he's just when he's inserted in things. I actually watched a thing uh, about YouTube. YouTube had an event. It was a red carpet event, and they were just like having comedians come on there. And there was these two young comedians that were like the hosts, and he kept on interrupting them <laughs> and like pissing them off, and it was hilarious. I loved it. So it sucks. I love Norm Macdonald. He's one of my favorite comedians up there with Rodney Dangerfield, Robin Williams, and George Carlin. Um, so uh, it sucks. Uh, yeah. But other than that, uh, is there any other news that we wanted to bring up? Oh, a quick quick updates, I guess. Spider-Man 2 uh, with Venom got announced with Miles Morales and Peter Parker. I don't know if they're going to do like a... co-op or maybe you could switch in between both Spider-Mans. But that got announced at the Sony showcase. And then the Wolverine game got announced uh, that's going to be interesting Insomniac. So the last time we got a Wolverine uh, game was back in 360. So yeah, but you were about to say something, Zach.
2: I was going to ask if Andy had anything.
0: Andy, do you have anything news wise? No. no
2: okay then i have something okay <gasps> we me and dubs watched a little bit of the the nxt 2.0 before we got on here
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it, yeah it got rebooted and rebranded um and god damn it it looks the whole set looks like some kind of lame-ass game show now
0: mm-hmm.
2: and there's all these in- insane tie-dye collars even she hates it and <laughs> <laughs> but um Man, like, I just saw, like, 10 or 15 minutes of it, and I saw a clip of uh, Rick Steiner's son beating a guy who is an established talent already in his debut match. I'm like, I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. um will get
2: more in-depth in it uh, later this week.
0: Yes, which, by the way, I want to apologize. I had some overtime from work and getting some color needed to be postponed to this Thursday. So if you wanted to hear about our all-out review and probably NXT trashing, make sure you go watch us Thursday or listen to us Thursday. Um, but Andy, again, can you announce your game again? Again, game, Jesus Christ. Movie that we'll be talking about next week.
1: Memories of Murder, Bong Joon-ho, South Korean, 2003.
0: Boom. Watch it and then come back and we'll talk about it. Uh, If you want to catch more Big Trouble Little Podcasts, make sure you go on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, We're also on Amazon Music. Uh, Also, if you tell your Alexa, turn on Big Trouble Little Podcasts. Apparently, we just go on there somehow. Um, It's magic. We don't know. The internet is a series of
1: tubes, and we're in
0: there. (laughs) Yeah, so if you want to catch that Big Trouble Little Podcast, make sure you uh, type that in there. Or say it, whatever, because now we have AI's. That fucking do shit for us. But until next time, everybody. See you next week for more Big Trouble Podcast. Peace out. Thanks for listening.